Hello and welcome to the 32nd episode of The Cosmic Egg. We're going to continue for where we left off last week. We were talking about conformity and non-conformity in different ways. And this week I want to focus a little bit more on music and stuff. And uh, I'll be using a lot of material I took from a YouTube video called Why is Modern Music So Awful? This is by a channel called uh, Thoughty2. I'll put the link below so you can watch the whole video. It's well worth watching. Lots of good information. And uh, what's pointed out in there is a lot of things, of course, but uh, one of the main things is why does it sound so bad? Well, he used the Beatles as a comparison who went and did uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band where they incorporated multiple, multiple unusual instruments and, and whatnot and arrangements to get the right sounds they needed. Um, and of course, you had to be very talented. You had to be able to play these instruments, which again is a big difference from today. Um, and today, your primary instruments back then were hundreds of instruments, and today the primary instruments are three. A keyboard, drum machine, and sampler. Some people have made hits off a simple drum machine, right? Um, and so it's not even half of it, it's not even real music music, it's just imitating music, really. And another reason was compression. Uh, compression basically makes everything louder. Uh, so you have lows and highs all throughout the, the um, song. Well, compression will make everything loud. It'll take those lows and bring them up to where the other highest ones are. So it's all loud. And they're having kind of a loudness war. It muddies the sound, um, destroys the sound, really. So that's where it comes in today. Um, and no, now, uh, this may not seem like it when I mention Smells Like Teen Spirit with Nirvana. Now, Nirvana was um, a basically non-conformist band right very original in their own way like Kurt Cobain and um, but you know they wanted to have a big hit they wanted you know their music to get out there so I think that's why they hired uh, Butch Vig who uses uh, a lot of compression and to get that modern sound that was coming out you know um, that very loud sound so and that's why uh, the Nevermind album is uh, an album full of compression right and Kurt Cobain did talk about that with some disdain later but, uh, and certainly removed it for the next album, In Utero. For Nevermind, Nevermind is an example of uh, compression. But uh, fortunately, the music itself uh, is very good. So we'll fast forward, I guess, maybe even to the 90s. And what's, what, um, uh, an individual named Patrick uh, Metzger, um, again, you'll hear about this guy in the video that I've mentioned earlier. Um, hundreds of pop stars were using the same sequence of notes. That's what uh, Patrick noticed. And uh, this included the vocals. They alternate between the fifth and third notes of a major scale. And this is why they all sound so sim similar. It's called the Millennial Whoop. There's actually a name for it, and it's almost in every song. Uh, and it's very catchy. And so that's why there's a similarity between hits. Uh, believe it or not, two people, only two people, are responsible for most of the hits in top 100s of pop music, that's important to know, it's just pop music, over the last 30 years have basically been written by two people. A lot of people don't know that because they'll sell their songs in such a way that the artist is allowed to put their name down as the person who wrote it, when in fact they didn't. And if you're ready for this, um, these people, and especially even one man named Max Martin, Mr. Max Martin from Sweden, he is single-handedly responsible for over two dozen number one singles and thousands, literally thousands of songs in the top 100 charts over the past decades. So that's a lot, thousands of songs in the top 100. 
And who are they writing for? Who are you listening to? Who's, when, are you hearing these lyrics and songs? I bet you are. Here's who they write for. Britney Spears, Taylor Swift, Ellie Goulding, Robin Thicke. He's one of those guys that used only a drum machine uh, by itself and made a big hit out of it. Just crap music, but there you go. Jesse J, Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, Ariana Grande, Justin Timberlake, Maroon 5, Pink, Leona Lewis, Avril Lavigne, Christina Aguilera, Keisha, The Backstreet Boys, Westlife, InSync, Adam Lambert, and Will I Am, just to name a few. Those people aren't really good musicians. Nor are they even good, I don't even find they're very good singers or dancers. I just can't stand them, any of them. But um, yeah, it's all, all of their stuff is basically, you know, spoon-fed junk from these two guys, this pop music, these two pop music guys. They do write catchy tunes. These tunes are catchy. There's a reason that so many people listen to them, right? But there's more, much more to it as we'll get into. Uh, Max Martin wrote uh, the song, I Kissed a Girl. Uh, Baby One More Time, also wrote the song uh, Baby by uh, Justin, uh, is it Bieber who did a song, Baby or something? Yeah, that was written by them too. He has no talent, right? He's just a cute guy. They prop up on stage like a little dancing monkey. He wrote, he wrote California Girls. He wrote Shake It Off and a lot more. There's another guy to be concerned about. Remember, there's two men responsible for all those songs you've heard over the last 30 years. A man named Dr. Luke whose real name is Lucas Gottwald. He's a singer-songwriter. And between Lucas and Metzger, the two are responsible for lyrics and melody of the vast amount of pop music today. The vast amount. If you are under 30 years old, the listener, you would have grown up listening to the majority of these two men's songs, regardless of the pop band in question. Now, obviously, this is a winning formula that they're using, the fifth to the third. It's a winning formula used over and over and over and over in tons and tons of songs and brought in in such a way you don't really, it doesn't really stand out, but uh, it's certainly catchy, just like the last song, because it's the same formula. There's another thing to say, be said about compression that I didn't mention, MP3s. A lot of people are satisfied with the music of MP3s, which is the, the, one of the shittiest sounds you can possibly listen to. It's like 15 to 25% at the maximum quality of the original song, probably around 15%. That is not much of 100%. That's the sound quality people are getting. They're just fine with that. And one of the reasons it is compressed, it does sound like crap automatically because they've compressed it to death. So when they throw it on MP3, it really doesn't matter. It's all kind of crappy anyway. But that's what people have been trained and uh, conditioned to accept society. Now, I don't know about you, but I did not grow up listening to the radio. I don't listen to the radio. I can't stand listening to the radio. A lot of people listen to the classics 80s and stuff like that. So I'd be a little bit safer. But the big hair 80s is when everything started to be sold out. Even the band Heart sold out. So they start off as kind of non-conformists, very creative force. They go down. They want their popularity back. They're like, ah, how do we get this popularity back? They sell out. They go to the big songwriters, probably those two people already mentioned earlier, um, and they buy a few songs from them, and so they can put their name on it and say they did it. 
when in fact it's just uh, crappy music uh, written by uh, other people like songs like These Dreams. Uh, I probably won't play it because I'll get copyrighted out because I'm kind of mocking the song. But uh, yeah, a song called These Dreams by Heart. It's a crap song. You know, listen to that, then go back and listen to Magic Man or Crazy on You. Look at the difference. It's pretty tangible. So let's continue. Let's continue. How did they do this? Well, they forced the, they forced the people to like the music now. Okay, they don't wait for you to actually say this is a great song. They, they can't take that risk. So they use brainwashing techniques and they've used it for years, decades. Here's how it goes. And it has a name. It's called the mirror exposure effect. And it's based on the power of familiarity. Again, I'm taking a lot of this from the video. Like I said, I encourage you to watch the video I mentioned um, all through because it's filled with great information like this. Now, Here's how it, it is. It costs approximately a maximum of about $3 million to promote a band, to get them out there. It costs about $3 million because they have to put them in movies, malls, radio, internet. They have to saturate the entire market so that you hear it everywhere. And if you're hearing it everywhere, must be a good song, must be popular. This is how the brain works. So the brain produces uh, dopamine. Right? And the more you hear the song, the stronger the dopamine becomes. And, it, and when it hears it, again, that fifth to the third sequence, it keys right in on it because it has a preference for things it has seen and heard often. Familiarity. The power of familiarity. And it actually changes your mind for you. And you begin to like the song, even though it's shitty. Now, many people would say, oh, I'm beyond that. It wouldn't get me wrong. It would get you. So just the only way to win that game is not to play. Don't be listening to uh, crap radio. Uh, watch out for media music, m music used in movies. Be very careful. And um, that's why a lot of people and a lot of young people who are really into music big and know their instruments or know their music, they don't go for modern music. That's just swept right aside. They're right back to the 80s and before. They need people who are really talented and creative and not using the, that secret formula over and over and over. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it's just really the same song, different lyrics, different, a little bit of different range, but, but it's still gonna go from the fifth to the third. So what it's doing to people, it's taking their personal music tastes and they are being overridden, diluted, and emulsified. I'm using the words of that video, actually. So yes, it does cost about a, a half million to three million dollars to, to bring out one new act. And that's why they, they go for these bands that have these uh, winning um, combinations of the fifth to the third because it's too risky to promote another band who's not using that formula, right? It's too risky, too much money involved. So they just keep pumping out this crap to you and you're, and if you're listening to Christine Aguilera and thinking that's good shit, well, pff, Justin Bieber, really? I, can, I can't even stand it for five minutes. It's, just, it's not even music to me. It's revolting. Maroon 5 is revolting. Right? A lot of the, most of the music you're hearing on the radio, in fact, almost all of it is super, super revolting. So when that video says modern music as an art form is dying and replaced by disposable music, they are perfectly right. Most music today is disposable. It's popular today, then another song takes over tomorrow. It's garbage anyway. It's uh, McDonald's. It's McDonald's music. I think I said that in the last video. I'm not sure. But it truly is. Modern music is McDonald's food. It's just garbage. 
And so, yeah, there's a lot of crappy music out today. Let's play a song that isn't crappy. And what we mean by not crappy is um, very technical, uh, great skill. And uh, so I've chosen a song called uh, Classical Gas. It was done by an orchestratical band called Mannheim Steamroller from Germany. Um, and But there's an acoustic version out by uh, Mason Williams, which shows how good this guitaring is that's going on with this orchestra. So I'm going to play a little bit of that now. So yeah, you can hear the skill level is incredible in that song. This is what we're talking about. The skill level of the musicians of the past had to be peak. And um, nowadays, of course, all kinds of machines that'll do it for you. Oh, here's something else that came out with modern music. Auto-tune, one of the worst inventions ever made, destroys the sound. It's just unbearable to listen to at any point in any song. And so our friend on the video we've been discussing goes on to say the beautiful, soulful, and truly real music has to be fought for and protected or it will disappear because meaningful music is in fact disappearing. And so if you want to go out there and look at some um, influential bands and musicians who really knew their stuff, really knew how to play their instruments, I can list a few here. Um, like David Bowie, The Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Prince, Kate Bush, Bob Marley, Kraftwerk. We have um, Michael Jackson who did some good original stuff. Um, Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Wonder, Nirvana, Joy Division or New Order, Radiohead, Joni Mitchell, The Pet Shop Boys, Aretha Franklin, The Smiths, Neil Young, Sex Pistols, The Doors, Otis Redding, Lou Reed from uh, the Velvet Underground. Amazing. The Stooges. These are all primarily non-conformist musicians with uh, originality just going out and doing their thing. So you can go back to the 70s days and find tons of good musicians. I mean, um, there's also uh, Elton John came up with a lot of uh, good original stuff in his early days. Um, uh, Deep Purple, King Crimson, uh, the guy Brian Eno from uh, Roxy Music, uh, Frank Zappa, Miles Davis, uh, certainly uh, Black Sabbath should be mentioned uh, for originality in that in the early days. I'm fantastic. Uh, the Rolling Stones, of course, are in there. The Beach Boys, James Brown. And we also have Bob Dylan and Morrissey for their lyrical uh, content. Now, some of these bands that horrify us, how about Blood on the Dance Floor, 
One Direction, Jonas Brothers. These are all garbage bands. Broken Side. <clears throat> Broken Side? <clears throat> so for Blood on the Dance Floor, check out Unchained or SMYD, right? Uh, for One Direction, you can check out You and I, Walking in the Wind, Where Do Broken Hearts Go? For the Jonas Brothers, you can horrify yourself with the song A Little Bit Longer. Or how about Broken Side with the song Bree Bree, Holy Mackerel. Nickelback with Photograph or any other song that garbage band. They're just a Nirvana wannabe ripoff anyway. Just horrible band. Insane Clown Posse. Kids Bop. LMFAO. Laugh my fucking ass off. You can listen to uh, Sexy and I Know It or Rock Party Anthem. Just horrific band. How about Naked Brothers Band for Crazy Car? Just horrific, right? Limp Bizkit, like a limp penis. Endless Slaughter, there's a song that should be slaughtered. Simple Plan, Cannibal Corpse, Creed. Creed, ah, horrific, horrifying. Um, with Arms Wide Open, there's an example of a horror song. Anal C, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> Deicide, right? Uh, they've got a lot of horrific music. Maroon 5, I can't stand them. Girls Like You, Memories, just horrific music. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus with his achy, breaky heart. Now, Billy Ray Cyrus got famous because he stole achy, breaky heart from a bunch of kids. Because it's a kid's song. It's for toddlers, right? It's a child's song. It's horrific. And he goes up there. A grown man with, a, with an ugly mullet and starts dancing around, but he's good looking, so all the women like him. And, and you know, it's, so this horrific music becomes popular, and there's Billy Ray Cyrus. And then, uh, of course, there's Miley, uh, Miley Cyrus. A lot of people like Miley Cyrus. I don't know, it's just shit music to me, but whatever. But like I said, people have been conditioned to like shit. Look at all the Nirvana ripoffs, too. Puddle of Mud, Bush with everything Zen, Creed with arms wide open, Nickelback. Seether, Silver Chair, Stained, Nirvana ripoffs, garbage. Oh, Green Day, not popular. Um, there's too much uh, formulaic shit there, even though I don't mind them that much. Uh, Britney Spears, horrific. Backstreet Boys, Sync, Spin Doctors, uh, Hanson. Oh, Hanson. Oh my God. The Wanted. Hey, okay. Oasis, overrated. Fish with a P H I S H, horrific. Four non-blondes, horrific. Pretty Ricky, grotesque. Foreigner, lame. Lame, sorry, but lame. Right, they had a couple of good songs in the beginning, but just lame. Hootie and the Blowfish. Ugh, Black Eyed Peas, God forbid. Supernova, Ugly Kid Joe. There is a lot of garbage out there, man. We, you know, you just don't have people like Kate Bush anymore, who's just like so original. If you want to see just how bad things have gotten, check out any halftime at the NFL football yearly a Super Bowl. They shouldn't even be playing that crap. I mean, if you're going to play that music during halftime and that reflects football, make the football pink and put a few Barbies and Kens on there, maybe stuff like that, you know, and then that'll suit your halftime. So we're almost out of time for this week. We'll pick up next week where we left off. I just wanted to uh, get out some of that important information. Uh, regarding music um, and then we can pick up more on the uh, conformity and non-conformity uh, next week. Have a great week.